and is live again is Will's Take on Sports. I am the host, Will Walker. This is my Super Bowl pick. Get ready for the Super Bowl happening in my home city, Miami, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to join in. Join me this morning, 7 a.m. Podcast 130, my Super Bowl pick. If you missed this podcast live, you can hear it on demand where podcasts are available. If you do, please like and subscribe. Uh, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. Also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at WWS underscore Sports Show. Also, if you see this link or post on Facebook, please like the post and also go to my Facebook page and like my Facebook page. You'll be able to get the updates when another podcast is available. Thank you so much for all the love. Also, if you want to drop me a line and talk or talk or leave me an email, please do so at willwalkershow at yahoo.com. That's will with one L. Walkershow at yahoo.com. Also, this Sunday, gonna do the, gonna do the podcast live before the Super Bowl is played. Gonna be a blog talk radio. The number is in the, uh, the number to call in. Give me your Super Bowl pick. On Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there's a link that you can listen and the number to call on Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can also go to anchorfm.com forward slash Will's Take on Sports. If you're listening on Anchor, and you like support this podcast, there's a button there that you can hit to support the podcast. That would be greatly appreciated so you can hear future episodes. All right, podcast 130, my Super Bowl pick. Going to get right into it. I'm going to go ahead right away and say I'm picking the Kansas City football team to win the Super Bowl in Miami. The 11th time my city will be hosting the Super Bowl That's a big deal. Most uh, Super Bowls hosted by one city, eleven times. Nothing but uh, you can have a that, you know the Super Bowl keep coming back, the NFL keep coming back because of the party. Also, how beautiful my city is. We know how to throw a party. We know how to host a party. No doubt, no doubt. Anyway, you got my Super Bowl pick. I'm gonna give you my reason why here. This is simple. Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is without a doubt the best quarterback in the in the F and L. This is a quarterback league. They have made the rules to where it's advantage offense and the better offense in this game, in my opinion, is Kansas City. Now Kansas City does have a uh, could have a problem with San Francisco's running game. As they just absolutely ran up and down the field in the National Football Conference Championship game all over Green Bay. Um, Kansas City's defense isn't that great against the run. I'm going to admit that. Um, Jones and those boys are going to have to bow up a little bit and, and be able to stop Kyle Shanahan's uh, innovative uh, offensive play calling and the way he designs the running game. Going to see a lot of traps, a lot of stretch zone. Let's see if Mozart 
can do the same thing, uh, duplicate uh, an aggressive and high high volume yardage, and do what he needs to do, and he, and, and uh, rack up a lot of yards as San Francisco wins, uh, or give San Francisco a chance to win. Uh, Jimmy Garofalo at quarterback, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna have to do a little bit more than throw eight passes. Uh, for San Francisco to give themselves an opportunity, San Francisco's not bad on offense now. They're they're not that bad, and a lot of people um, think that San Francisco is going to be able to control the ball, uh, keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline, sideline, and uh, the 49ers will have you know be able to dominate this game at the line of scrimmage. That could very well be possible, but the only reason I think different is because I'm not really. Uh, high on Richard Sherman and the rest of the secondary with San Francisco. Uh, when you look at the wide receiver core that Kansas City possesses in regards to, of course, Tyreek Hill, the fastest guy in the NFL, uh, that Hartman kid out of Georgia, got great speed also. And then you got Travis Kelsey controlling the middle of the field. Also, Sammy Watkins and Robinson. Um, I don't think uh, – San Fran is going to get up tight on coverage. If Andy Reid is uh, learned his lesson from this playoff run and uh, from the last Super Bowl appearance, I think he's going to really take advantage of the off coverage. I don't see San Francisco playing press coverage against uh, Tariq Hill and Hartman and Sammy Watkins. I think they're going to play off, and I think despite not having a, a, a reliable running game for Kansas City, I think they'll be able to take advantage on the outside. A lot of quick passes to to nullify San Francisco's uh, pass rush with D. Ford and Nick Bowser and Armstead and all those guys. So I think that I think that Kansas City will be able to take advantage uh, or, or try to nullify that and take advantage of San Francisco's uh, secondary with a lot of quick passes. And that that's just my opinion. That's just the way. I think they can do it because if I think if he sits back there and holds that ball, he's gonna see he's gonna get hit a lot. I'm talking I'm talking about Patrick Mahomes. The Kansas City's offensive line is decent. It is good. It's one of the best in the league according to Pro Football Focus. So, but I don't know if any offensive line can hold up against the San Francisco 49ers pass rush. Uh, so I expect a lot of quick throws from Patrick Mahomes in that ball game, and I just think that the advantage on the outside for Kansas City gives them um, the advantage to and, and the, the win in this Super Bowl. But I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco pulls it out. I mean, like I said, their running game is dominant, um, and Kansas City's a little suspect on the defensive side of the ball, period. I know they played well over the last half of the season. Um, they did – uh, do a great job against Derrick Henry. But Tennessee's uh, running game isn't quite as – doesn't have the imagination of – didn't have the imagination of Kyle Shanahan uh, calling the plays. Kyle Shanahan has done a great job with this team, um, bringing San Francisco back into the – their uh, back to the Super Bowl. Um, last time he was there was as an offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons. And if you don't know – you should know that he was the offensive coordinator of Atlanta Falcons that blew that 28-3 league over the New England Patriots. But to get them 28 points, they were dominating that ball game, and then all of a sudden everything just 
on on the defensive side, offensive side, it just everything just fell apart and they collapsed and blew a twenty five point lead. They get up twenty five points on Kansas City. I don't think that'll happen, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still stick with my uh prediction that I just stated and say that Kansas City will win and Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP. And if Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP and wins the Super Bowl, he's already be he's already on the verge of superstardom. If he is not a superstar, he will be one. You will see him everywhere. You will see that state you will see state farm commercials with him everywhere. You will see head and shoulders commercials with him everywhere. So it's gonna it, he will be the face of the NFL, and that's a big deal for me in regards to you know he will be uh, the first person you know although he is you know of mixed race but he will be the first uh, I guess you could say black quarterback that will be the face of the NFL, and that's a that's a huge thing given the fact that you know we just had this off season where there were no. Um, minority hires in regards to head coaching positions and there are a lot of people mentioning and moaning about the Rooney rule and things of that nature it is what it is in my opinion I don't expect I didn't I don't expect anything different in regards to uh what these owners are going to do it's the same thing with this uh Botham Gene or uh, John uh situation that the NFL posted um on Twitter, a video that was by the Botham John uh, Foundation, the NFL posted a video in regards to that. Now, this was, if you don't know, the NFL, like I said, the Rock Nation, they're, they're you know, they're, uh, they got a deal together. Rock Nation will be, uh, is responsible for the halftime entertainment and things of that nature, but they're trying to, you know, come together with Rock Nation and uh, I guess talk about, you know, diversity in the NFL. I guess that doesn't count for head coaches and general managers. Although the Browns did hire uh, a young uh, general manager, um, African-American. So he becomes the second GM in the in the F and the L. Uh, that's nice. I, I'm not going to say anything negative about it. What would I like to see more? Of course. Would I like to see more uh, African-American head coaches? Of course. But, again, owners have the right to hire who they want to hire. You know, it's their team, their franchise. Um, they're not they're, – I, I know the Rooney Rule says they got to bring somebody in, just somebody, a minority in to interview. They didn't, it doesn't say they have to hire them. So, I'm not sh- – like I said, I don't expect anything different. I, I really don't. You know, and – for those who have a problem with it, okay, that's your opinion. I mean, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to feel the way you do. I don't expect anything different from the NFL, so I can't be disappointed. You know, if you, if you don't expect good or if you don't expect them to do, you know, right or what we deem, what I deem is the right thing to do in a league that's 80% African American, I would think you would want a, uh, you know, to have some representation of that in the head coaching positions and the GM. But, no, and then also you got, you know, a lot of African-Americans that are um, off, uh, offense and defensive coordinators. Uh, the offensive coordinator in this game, Eric Bieniemy, is African-American. The defensive coordinator for San Francisco is 
my brother. But neither one of those guys are head, will be head coaches at the end of this game, at the end of the Super Bowl. So, hey, it is what it is as far as I'm concerned in regards to that. Um, as far as – and back to that video, I, listen, the NFL's full of it with that. You know, I, I, I got my thoughts about it. I think it's just a bunch of bull, if you ask me. Um, them doing that, um, there's no – uh that that video is more like i said promoting the the foundation of that young man that was uh uh murdered by the the cop that thought she was on her floor and was on the wrong floor and into this apartment and and shot and killed him but that has that video is not about that uh that the nfl decided to go ahead and post on their twitter account um and in a league to where a young man protested against uh, you know the police shooting minorities, and you know he kneeled in protest for it. Why would you expect the NFL to even remotely go against the police? They want a a a, a partnership with the police, it's the same partnership they have with the military. So I wouldn't expect any video um, that would highlight you know police shootings. Uh, of minorities, I I don't. So I'm not just dis- I'm not disappointed in that either. I know it's a bunch of bull that the NFL, you know, and Rock Nation supposed to be. You know, that was one of the reasons why they made this deal and their their, their agreement or this partnership together. You know, but pfft, anyway, I don't expect I don't expect anything different from the NFL. From the twenty from the thirty one owners white owners and one minority owner and he's not a brother but anyway i don't expect anything different i just don't all I, I, to me i just look at it is at, at it like this they don't want to offend anybody that what the majority let me say that they don't want to offend the majority so that is what it is you know and until they realize that hey it should be, you know, all inclusive in regards to uh, rights um, of of you know African Americans in regards to the way the African American community views the police. The NFL ain't gonna ever do that. They're not, and I, and and I don't expect anything different. Point blank. Period. Moving on to the NBA, last night uh, there was some interesting contests. Uh, Portland absolutely just took it to uh, Houston in the late game last night. If you did not see it, that score was 125-112. Listen, James Harden, he's got to be hurt. He, he's got to be trying to gut it, gut it out and, and uh, give his team an opportunity to win. The man was 5-18 last night. He shot 2 for 8 from the three-point line. He had 18 points in 38 minutes. Russell Westbrook is trying his best. Last night he shot the ball 29 times, hit 16 shots, and 39 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Good game for Russell Westbrook. And I think right now because James Harden is a little hampered or, you know, he's just not 100%, they, 
they're going to have to go through Russell Westbrook as far as Houston is concerned, but they got to get James Harden healthy if they plan on making any type of noise uh, in the NBA playoffs. Dame Lillard, after his 50-point outing the other night, came back last night at home and hit 36 points. 10 rebounds, 11 assists. They said that's his first triple-double uh, that he had. He had 36 points on 21 field goals, 6 of 12 from the three-point line, 50%. So good game for him. Carmelo Anthony stunk up the joint. I see 2 for 11. He didn't have really a good game, but I got to give Melo credit. He's really working hard on – on his defensive rotation, he seems to be uh, playing better or being more attentive on defense. If you, in my opinion, from you know, he didn't have a great night shooting the ball, but I mean, he, he gave more effort on defense than I can remember uh, Camarillo Anthony doing. So he, he's at least he made an effort because he is not known for defense. Utah finally lost the game. They lost last night to San Antonio, 127-120. At the end of the Memphis and New York game, there was a scuffle for some crazy reason between Jay Crowder and one of the Morris twins. Uh, And the crowd from New York (laughs) chanted, sell the team. Y'all are late. Listen, y'all should make that chant every game. I hate the Knicks. I'm not a Knicks fan at all. I really do. And the reason I hate the Knicks is because of their fan base. And most of the fans that live in South Florida, that's really where my hatred from the Knicks and the Jets come from. There's a lot of, you know, Knicks and Jets because there's a lot of New, York, New Yorkers in South Florida. But anyway, uh, I just don't – I despise the Jets and the Knicks. But anyway, their their fans in New York were chanting sell the team. <laughs> Y'all should chant that every game. James Dolan is the worst owner. He, he, he's horrible. And he should have been sold that team. Y'all should make that chant every game. Maybe put some pressure on him. Maybe he will sell the team. Brooklyn was able to get a win, 125-115 over Detroit last night. First game back for Kyrie Irving since the uh, passing of his friend. Uh, he had a close, close relationship with Kobe Bryant. Um, 20 points, five rebounds, five assists. Uh, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well, seven for 16 from the field. Uh, but that kid, Spencer Dean Woody, he, he's nice. 28 points, changed his number out of respect for Kobe. Nice gesture. Um, but he played well during, when Kyrie was out with the shoulder. And uh, now he's, he's you know, coming off the bench and, and playing. He's still playing well. Um, Brooklyn will be good next year when KD gets back because KD won't have to do as much if, if with uh, Woody uh, and um, Kyrie Irving. All, all, all KD got to do is just be KD and just drain, drain them open threes. Or drain them open shots. I don't, you know, and he should be, you know, at least. Yeah, but he'll be a year and some change removed from that that uh, Achilles injury. So, you know, he probably won't. He won't have to do much in regards to get his own shot and stuff like that. Because nobody can. No, it's hard for any guard in the league to stay in front of Kyrie Irving one on one with his with his ball handling ability. And I'm I was happy to see Kyrie play last night. Um, I know it was it's tough. Probably more than likely, it looked tough for him, especially in the post game interview. You know, reporters ask some retarded questions, in my opinion. They really do. And for those of you that's just gonna take offense to the R word I just used, okay, get over it. But um, they just do. Of course, it's hard on him. If he 
He had a close relationship with the man. Of course, it's hard. It's not something that he's going to get over in three days or four days. I mean, they just ask some of the, just the dumbest questions. They really do, in, in my opinion. And, and, and I'm pretty sure after the postgame of the Lakers' first home game when they play against the Blazers on Friday night, they're going to ask even more dumb questions to LeBron or AD. Or any of the other guy, or any other Lakers that's going to be available for post game press conference or post game interviews, you know, of course it's hard on those guys, you know. So I just don't, I don't understand it. We don't need that. I I I think they think we need the insight on every situation, and we don't. In my opinion, that's just the way I look at it. Um. Let's see in sports what has happened. Uh, oh, there's this thing that uh, uh, there's a possibility that the NBA salary cap could be going down because of the uh, thing that was done uh, or, or the tweet that was made by the Rockets GM Daryl Morey towards China. And because China has pulled the NBA, all NBA pretty much out of their market stores, television all this type of stuff the nba could possibly lose you know they're losing money from that loss of the china market and that could affect the salary cap that ain't gonna affect the dudes that are superstars all-stars that ain't gonna affect them it's gonna affect those lower level guys you know the salary cap doesn't go up as projected like it usually does every other like it usually does in uh every year so far it may not it may go down a little bit that's going to affect the lower-level guys. It's not going to affect the, the the superstars. They're going to get their money. It's some lower-level guys that, you know, the the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th guy, and then the guys that's, you know, there for practice or the practice players or whatever that's on the roster. So that's going to affect them. It's not going to it's not going to affect superstars. But Daryl Morey's tweet, repercussions, baby, big time. Um, before I get out of here, Man City, my favorite club team in the world in regards to the world's game of football. We know that soccer here in the States uh, will advance to uh, the English Cup, the, the in-season tournament that they play over there in the Premier League. Uh, they, they will advance on arrogant as they got past uh, their rival, Manchester United, although Manchester United did win that game. Uh, one nil yesterday, great set piece. Um, again, I'm gonna give my thoughts about the Champions League. I'm gonna preview that before uh the knockout stage stages games uh start to be played. But Man City is just they they look awful on the defense end. That back four, including Cal Walker, and he he's been erratic also. Uh, Altamende is just the absolute worst. Um. John Stones, of course, Pep doesn't trust him. Pep's the manager of Manchester City. He doesn't trust him, and he he has a right to not trust him because he's been awful too. Fernandinho's not a center back. I'm, I'm really talking about Man City's center backs. Um, they really need the port back, and they need to hopefully before tomorrow because the transfer window uh, where you're able to bring players to your team uh, closes tomorrow, and I I haven't heard any major rumors of a, a top-level uh, center back uh, 
coming to Man City. I've heard the rumors, but I just haven't, there hasn't been any signings in regards to that happening. And if Man City is going to win the Champions League, they better get those defensive woes settled on the back end because it just just does not work. They, they, they are horrible back there. And I don't – I just don't know. I, I don't know what else to say. I know they got another possibility of – of getting another top Brazilian uh, player coming to Man City. Um, he's a 17-year-old. He's a right back that is desperately needed, but he's 17. And he hasn't played top level against top-level competition in Europe, although he's probably been playing in Brazil, and football in Brazil is extremely competitive and physical, but still – there isn't quite the talent level in the Brazilian uh, domestic league that there will be in the Premier League uh, where he will face some of the world's best footballers. So I don't expect any instant impact from that young man anytime soon, although he is a Brazilian. And they are they are very uh, they are known producing great footballers. Um. I just don't see him <laughs> being able to uh, make to, to instantly solve the defensive woes in the back for Man City. Speaking of the Premier League, um, one of the executives for Man United. Speaking of Man United, his home was vandalized by the by some supporters. His home, his home was vandalized by supporters of Manchester United. Manchester United is having a very disappointing season. It's not that disappointing. My goodness. I, the passion level in football uh, in Europe is severe. It's serious. It's serious business. It's just like college football in the South here in the States. It's serious business uh, over there in Europe. It ain't that serious, though. My goodness. Not a Manchester United fan because I'm a Man City fan. So, but I don't want that. I, don't, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on the guy. I mean, my Lord. Are they serious? I mean, although there's, even though it's really passionate over there, I've, I've read the, the, the newspapers over in England, and they all, you know, they all condemned the situation and said it's very, very extreme to vandalize someone's home over a sport, but yeah, you think? That's 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 beyond passion. That's stupidity. That, that just don't make that makes no sense to me at all. His home and his wife and his young children were there? My lord. It can't be that serious. I mean they're not having a Manchester United is having a very disappointing season. And their supporters are used to Man United competing at the top level in Europe, European football. Um they all they they always com- they should always compete for uh the Premier League title, be top of the table, uh be able to compete in uh the Champions League tournament where they're going against other top clubs in Europe. They're not that's not happening this year. Their talent level is off. They made I mean I mean they spent the money but their talent levels off, and then now that Rashford went out, 
Pogba is already out. Two, two very good footballers and two very important pieces on their team. This team is suffering. They're, they're suffering bad. They don't have any creativity. Martial didn't pan out the way they thought he was. The the, the Frenchman is just, he, he's got the tools. He just can't put it together and become that top footballer in the world. He's Oh, he's he's good, but he's not a superstar of the Wayne Rennie, Cristiano Ronaldo, or David Beckham, all the guys that, that have played in the Man United shirt over the years. That's not Martial. That's just not that guy. He's got great speed. Lingard, not that guy. Sorry. Those are not it. They let Lukaku go. Lukaku's playing for in, in, Inter, uh, uh, Inter Milan in, in Italy, in the Serie A. I don't understand the move, but they did it. You know, I mean, Lukaku is just, he's steady. He holds the ball well. Uh, and, and, you know, he's an opportunist. He, I guess he's an opportunist, if you say, as a goal scorer. He's not a creative goal scorer. But still, he he still gets the ball in the back of the net. He's not there. Well, I'm at her. Not an answer. Sorry, Man United fans. Your team's just not good. You know, Leicester City, gritty ball club with, of course, with Vardy. They're not more talented. They, they shouldn't be more talented, Man United, but they're playing better as a team. They're Man United. You know, and all they got to do is just look across town at their, at their rival, Man City, and Man City struggling like crazy this year and, and, and on the defensive end. You know, it's just it's just a down year for you. But it ain't worth vandalizing the man's home. My goodness. It ain't that serious. Thank you for taking the time to download and listen to Will's Take on Sports or joining me live. I really appreciate that. Again, follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at WWS underscore sports show. Also, 4 p.m. Eastern time, Blog Talk Radio. The link and the phone number is in the description of this show. Join me, call in, give me your Super Bowl pick. I've already given you mine. I would like to hear yours. Close the podcast the same way every single time. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler. Be easy. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.